Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about mindfulness and visualization for anxiety. And this is the answer to a question from a listener. The question today is from Miss L. And Miss L, our listener, says, Hi, I've been listening to the podcast and I have a question. I know how Gina talks about thoughts are just thoughts. Can visualization be discussed? Visualizing a positive outcome seems to be a good thing to do. Thank you, Miss L, for your question, because it's a great question. I actually get a lot of discussion around, I guess, I guess they're questions, discussion, interest around the differences between mindfulness, visualization, meditation. It's like, what are all these things and why would we want to do a visualization and why would we want to do something different? They are very different and they have different reasons to want, be wanting to do them. So often there is a misunderstanding and a conflict around mindfulness and visualization. So let's just get started by saying that mindfulness is being grounded and being grounded in an experience. So that is being mindful of a thing that is happening, right? Maybe your breath, maybe a mantra, maybe a sound. And a mantra is kind of an internal sound. Uh, Maybe it is a body scan where you're going through the pieces of the body and you're actually putting your attention on your physical body. So that's mindfulness is being grounded in experience and visualization. And this is of course, in my humble opinion, uh, and my experience, visualization is different. And actually visualization without mindfulness is like daydreaming. That's kind of a visual going on in the mind, just loose and, and flowing, right? And there is nothing wrong with daydreaming, but it's not visualization. So there, as you can see, there's a lot of different ways that we can go with all of this. Nothing wrong with daydreaming again, but it is not visualization. Daydreaming is delightful mind wandering and anxiety is stressful mind wandering. So we want to be careful with that because even though we might have started off with a, a delightful uh, daydream, the mind has a funny way of wanting to lean toward the negative and maybe go down uh, the wormhole. So we want to, we want to be careful. And again, that's why we are, we do really well with anxiety when we bring mindfulness into our lives. So that being said, the question would, I would ask Miss L is, what is the motivation? Because this is where it becomes important. What is it that she ultimately is trying to accomplish? If anxiety is to the level of anxiety, panic or physical sensations, you know, if your stress and anxiety are causing you either of those, that's a lot of distress. 
and it's interfering with one's life. And I would think practicing mindfulness, meaning being grounded in experience, would be the first priority. Not that visual, there's anything wrong with visualization or that you can't do it. I mean, we can all do it and we can all do it right now. But the key in visualization is being able to stay with it, right? Key with visualization is being able to actually experience it with your senses. So this takes a lot of concentration and it takes a lot of mindfulness because you need to be able to feel your senses to be mindful of them. And In meditation practices, visualization can be the thing, right? The thing that we come back to when our mind wanders off with the monkey mind and a multitude of different thoughts running all over the place. Just as we come back to the breath, the mantra or a sound or the body. So the listener's question brings up the visualization and that needs to have some practice to be able to go back to the visualization or not be drawn out of thinking, uh, random thinking. I guess I could explain it a little different by if your visualization is going to require you to be able to keep coming back to it and to stay with it. And the reason that can be difficult is because it's not grounded in experience. It is, it is in a sense because it's the experience of the mind, but early on, that's a pretty difficult thing. So I don't know where Miss L is at with her ability to stay with her, her breath or to be able to stay with her mantra or sound and that's a good place to start because when you become practiced in that, then you will have much more ability to be able to stay with or come back to something as elusive as a thought, because usually we're trying to let the thought go and come back and be grounded in experience. But now with visualization, we're talking about the experience that we're trying to ground into is a thought. And so it is delightful and they are powerful. And the reason they are so powerful is because they actually take a lot of concentration. Now, the interesting part here is that visualization is, like I said, more of a thought thing than our breath. Uh, And for me and for the people that I've had the honor of sitting with over the years, the breath has been the first go-to place for stability. It's an easy way to find your way home, if you will, because our breath is always there and it is always present with us. So it is easy for us to use that as the place that we come home to. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. This again brings up the reason for uh, or the intention that of mindfulness meditation or of visualization. In my opinion, finding a clean and stable path to the breath, which would be mindfulness, is a way to give the mind a secure place to rest or consider resting because we know the mind likes to keep busy and thinking and it's just doing its thing. But if we give it a secure place, it is much more apt to rest. And that place is for me. And again, all of the teachers and people that I have practiced with, that is a experience, the experience of the breath, the experience of a body part, the experience of a sound or of a mantra is fine. It's an internal sound. So it gets very elusive when we start wanting the thing to be not the breath, but to be a thought. It can get a little tricky. And so early on, I would say to stick with a experience that you can easily come home to. To practice visualizations, it's just trickier than the point of reference when the point of reference is a thought. So it don't discount it at all. Visualizations are awesome. And many people do well when starting meditation and by doing guided meditations, which can often help you create visualizations, but it's somebody guiding you through. So again, your point of reference can be, again, listening, 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 uh, versus just going off into the thought. So there's a lot of different ways to look at this, but it's, I'm so glad that she brought it up because I talk about this with clients quite often. Visualizations are delightful. And again, is it a, a guided meditation that is creating a visualization? Or is it just your own visualization of something perhaps that you want 
to have, be, or do in the future? Or is it something you want to have, be, or do in this exact present moment? So there's a lot of questions that that arise for me uh, with this question that Miss L brought to us. So as with always, with anything coming to uh, meditation or coming to mindfulness, I say the best place to start is where you will, where you will start. And visualization may be appealing to you. So begin there. And I would suggest a guided visualization meditation if that is what you are interested in. And just start there and see what works for you. And again, the guided visualization meditations are very popular, so you should not have any trouble trying to find some of those perhaps online. If coming to terms with what is going on in your own mind and learning to see all that is going on in there as thought without getting attached to it or stressed is your goal, then having a solid home base like the breath is a good place to start. This will give a solid practice and give your mind a place to go to. And this practice alone will give you the ability to actually go to visualization with greater concentration. So while we are on the subject of meditation, I want to remind you that you don't need to be on the meditation cushion to be doing either mindfulness or meditation to be able to actually expand your idea of what this is. Once you get the hang of this, the reason that we sit and do this and practice it is so that we can do all of these other things. So let's look at these. Listening. You can do a meditation in and of itself of listening just where you are. There's always sound happening and it can be a a beautiful break in your day to just listen. Another way is to keep a journal, which we talk about here quite a lot. And another one is to actually, this is a little bit more in a formal way, but an object such as a flower or a flame or nature, the trees, to have an object that you actually stay with and just being with it. It can be just a piece of artwork on your desk and just be with it for a few moments. It doesn't need to be a long time and you don't need to actually like stare at it, but just to be with it. Even for a few minutes, it's a beautiful way to have a short meditation with an object. An interesting way that you may not have thought of, and this could be especially helpful with anxiety, is to be driving in silence and letting yourself be with what is in the driving space, because then you can begin to feel that the car is not a scary place, that the highway that the car is on is not a scary place because we're not trying to get away from it or distract from it. Again, this comes back to our earlier podcast about leaning into. By not distracting with our music or our audio podcasts, our talking, being on the phone, in conversation, by just being with what is there, that is a great time to practice leaning in 
driving in silence, leaning in and having it be a form of meditation. Another way that I love, one of my favorite things, is to create pauses. You hear me talk about this a lot, where I say just that one breath when you just first go inside your door at home. Just that one breath as you cross the threshold can be your pause. Opening the car door, getting ready to get in the car can be your pause. Just open the door and have that be your trigger to just take a pause. There's so many different ways that we can do this. We can use it when we pick up our toothbrush. It can be a moment of pause and just not feeling rushed just for that moment. This is giving us an opportunity to be with what is in a simple way. We can also, and finally, connect to our senses. Again, using our senses as the go-to for the experience can really ground in this ability to be mindful. What is the smell? How is the temperature? Is there a breeze, air movement? Are there sounds? What colors are my eyes seeing? and textures and feel. Be sure to check in with your senses. It's a beautiful way to have a bit of mindfulness without the cushion. And now for today's quote. Don't let your mind bully your body into believing it must carry the burden of its worries. And that's from Astrid Alada. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.